Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Wednesday to girl Claudia Jordan. It's Wednesday. We are back with a brand new episode of TGIF where we break down all that's going on in social media and the news and here to spill the tea. And I don't do it alone. So let me introduce my co-host. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Mr. Reynolds? What's going on, Claudia? I I see you killing it on the Breakfast Club, young lady. Keep up the good work. I just want to say to the people that have been commenting in the YouTube and um, and social media, I... And and moved and so like appreciative of the positivity. Like I've never had that high of a percentage of positivity on any project I've ever done. So I thank you. Like I I read them all and I thank you. So thank you. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm in our old stomping grounds. I'm in New York, and you know you know I love it out here. It's so fun. Right. All right. And also please welcome Funky Dineva. What's up, Cube? What's going on? And I want to piggyback off of Al. I actually had to send you a text earlier today. I uh, I didn't get a chance to watch The Breakfast Club, but a couple people texted me and I saw the YouTube video and like all of the comments were overwhelmingly positive. And they're like, she needs to be the next host. <laughs> she needs to be the next host. So Claudia, hopefully, you know, the people that are in charge are listening and and, and put you in high consideration. Congratulations. Thank you. I will say this. I uh, was quite pleasantly surprised to see some of the people in the comments that are also TGIF fans. They said, as long as it don't interfere with TGIF, she can still. I said, OK, now I'm not leaving TGIF. We're going to still keep this show together because people we got people who count on us every week. So we ain't going anywhere. So, all right, fellas, um, Valentine's Day was yesterday. Did anyone do anything? How was y'all Valentine's Day? No, I'm a strong, independent black woman. I don't need no man. <laughs> when you turn into a black woman. Right, I thought he was a white woman. White, white, white woman. woman. You said an old white lady before. <laughs> <laughs> the Russian didn't come over. Uh oh. No, the so guy. Y'all wait, y'all, y'all wait till Q time because I had to take one of my men's out of the rotation. Uh oh. Lord Al, Al, you're wearing. Oh, I just a had a very simple dinner. Nothing elaborate. No real with time. We just don't care about friends. the dinner. With who? With who? Oh, just with friends. Friends or friend? Friends. Well, you know, Al like the group stuff, so. <laughs> you know, that's right. That's right. Well, uh, the last two nights I've been going to dinner with David. You know, he lives out here, so we did that. And um, my building, I thought I was going to get no flowers, but my building called today and they said, you had a big flower delivery. I'm like, all right, cool. We good. So it was good. It was it was good. But I can't really hang out that much because I got to get up so early, like at five, no, 430. So here we are. All right, y'all. It's we are past that. And to all the ladies and gentlemen getting their flowers and their phone calls today, you have the February 15th crew. Hold it down. And, uh, you know, don't be offended. We were talking about that. I thought I was about to be the February 15th person, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Let's get into this. We have a lot of show today. Black China's mother, Tokyo Tony, has been trending after putting out a video claiming that Black China is in the Illuminati. Let's take a look at this clip. They go get you next. <sighs> Don't say I didn't say it, I'm prepare for it. I'm definitely afraid of her. I swear to God, she would sacrifice me for more. What is she doing at the Grammys? For what? You ain't dead. What do y'all think about Tokyo Tony's claims about Black China? Q, let's go to you. And how much do you think she would get sacrificed? Tokyo Tony. That's going to get her a pass the BT Awards. Maybe the after party. Stop it. I'm tickled the most at your old mama saying, what the hell are you doing at the Grammys? You ain't did. <laughs> so she, she, but, she thinks the, but she thinks her value is where the Illuminati would want her. That, that to me is so hilarious. And um, Black China is not an Illuminati. And I want to say one thing. I saw a quote on Facebook the other day that was very profound. And it said that, something, I'm paraphrasing, it said something to the effect of, 
we are so conditioned and so used to Black people being on the bottom, not having and not succeeding, that every time we see somebody successful, we want to we have to attribute their success to some Illuminati or some type of side other situation. And it can't just be because of their talent. Now, I agree with Tokyo Tony when she said, what the hell are you doing at the Grammys? Not only what the hell are you doing at the Grammys, what were you wearing? But as far as this Illuminati stuff, I, I, I really don't believe that the Illuminati has their eyes set on Black China. She needs to stop. Al, what do you think about this? Do you think Tokyo Tony's onto something? <laughs> you guys already know I'm a huge fan of Black China. You guys also know, if anybody wants, you can check out my interview that I did with her on the red carpet at the Grammys on my IG page. Black China just had this aura about her on the carpet, everybody. Everybody wanted to talk to her. I don't know whether she has a project out or not, but she just had this aura of, of, of change around her, and, and that felt very comfortable, and it just kind of just oozed out of her body. I think that Tokyo Tony probably needs to take a break from social media. She looked immediately, you know, really disturbed. She looked visibly upset. And I think, you know, if she t stop airing out their business, stop airing out their family business, I think Black China might be more open to talk to her mother because you can tell that Black China still loves her mother. I think she does too. And I think she's really hurt. Um, yeah. When you interviewed her, right, did she mention anything about dropping new music? Because I think I saw, I think she's been talking about that for a minute. And I know Nicki, she's on Nicki Minaj's radar. Well, I think what we talked about was the meaning of her Black Swan, which, you know, Black Swan has a history of love and romance and um, life. And that is beauty. And that's what she was talking about, this being in this new space and this new feeling of where she wants to go with her life. And it's non-confrontational as far as I could read and hear from what we talked about. So I saw some texts out Tokyo Tony put out where she's still currently she's asking Black China for thirty eight hundred dollars for rent. So I'm I'm like, is it because she said did it have them responded to you that you go in on your, on your daughter like this? I just think if you want to have a relationship with your daughter, come into social media and go into your Twitter page with very few followers and sitting there and airing this girl out, knowing it's going to get picked up by the blogs. If you really, truly want a relationship with your daughter and not just money from your daughter, I I don't think that that's the way to go about it, Tokyo Tony. And I know you're going to talk trash and say something, call me an old bitch or whatever. Uh, takes one to know one. Uh, say what you want. I don't really care. But I, what I say still stands. You're going about it the wrong way. Your daughter could probably really help you out, but you have alienated your, yourself, actually. You push yourself out of her circle with your behavior. And I don't blame her for not wanting to deal with you. I don't know much about to uh, Tokyo Tony's past. Does she have a past history with drugs? I'm asking. Oh no. Okay, because it, 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 it she just some of her behavior just gives. I think they've been forthright on the show, haven't they, Claudia? They've been forthright with with her mom and and her issues. I don't know. Definitive, but I'm it's giving sure. a Keisha, it's giving a Keisha Cole mama vibe. It's giving a Frankie vibe. That's why I asked. Okay, and it's sad because listen. Aside of all everything I'm saying about her, I do believe that they both love each other, but the current behavior is going to be an obstacle until Tokyo Tony stops. I agree. All right, moving on. Ice-T clapped back at a Twitter user for body shaming his wife, Coco Austin. The Twitter user compared Coco to singer Adele and wrote, to those of you who thought my opinion of a woman named Coco, don't know who she is, don't care, I see Adele at the Grammys. She looks fabulous. When she was heavier, she was classy. That is a beautiful woman who knows her beauty doesn't have to be wrapped in a dress three sizes too small. Now, Ice-T responded, Maureen, when was the last time you had some bleep? <laughs> that is the problem. Okay, Ice-T, I like Ice-T, and he loves his family. Uh, let's go to you, Al. What do you think about this? Do you think you that this woman was out of line for body shaming Coco? Is this body shaming? I don't, you know, I don't even, I'm not even thinking about that woman. I like Ice-T and Coco. Um, I saw them at the Grammy as well on the carpet. I personally couldn't stop staring at Coco. Her body is is very voluptuous and very nice. I see why people are constantly talking about her. Um, the couple, they look great together. They vibe together. You can just feel that energy of the two of them being connected. I really enjoyed it. I enjoy all of the honesty that Ice-T brought to the situation because he did 
what any man would do in, in defending their wife. Don't come for his wife. She didn't sin for you. Don't come for her. I enjoyed it and I liked it. Look, we know Ice-T is from South Central L LA too. So don't come for that man because he will definitely come back at you. And that's exactly what he did. All right, Q, do you think this is body shaming? Um, I don't know about body shaming because she's got a beautiful body. I mean, she's got a body that I, honestly more women than not would probably want. I actually was prepared to go in on Coco because we're not going to pretend, and I mean no disrespect here, that Coco doesn't tend to dress like a bimbo or whatever the case may be. So I was actually prepared to see her in some super skimpy fashion nova but that picture that was just shown she looked very nice i don't see anything wrong with it not to the point where it would move that woman to to to, to say anything and compare her to adele honestly and truthfully that lady is hating because if given the choice to have that body maureen would probably take it yeah and that picture i thought that was a that was an elegant dress look she's curvy there's no way to hide those boobs and, and she probably doesn't want to and you know right. Here's my thing. I don't think that every time someone makes a comment about someone's body, that that should be deemed body shaming. I think that term is way overused. You can have it. Maureen can have an opinion on, on whoever she wants. And Ice-T can call her out or decades to, you know, hey, you earned it. Uh, all right. Moving on to someone who could never be body shamed because she is flawless. As we all know, Rihanna confirmed that she is carrying her second baby with ASAP Rocky after her Super Bowl performance. And, you know, social media had to add their two cents to the situation. One person wrote, two babies, no ring. Rihanna is just like y'all. Someone else wrote, never heard y'all say this about Travis Scott's baby mama, Kylie Jenner. Now, what do you think about people judging Rihanna for being a baby mama? They want to reduce her to that. Q, what do you think about this? Listen, I think this whole notion of um, having to, quote unquote, be married is 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 kind of antiquated. Um, just as long as those two people know the connection that they have, just as long as they are committed to parenting those children, um, that's all that matters. I mean, at this point, marriage for those two people would literally just be going down to the courthouse and signing a piece of paper. That piece of paper really doesn't change anything because there's a lot of people out there who are married and are single. There's a lot of people watching this show who is married and is a baby mama. There's a lot of people watching this show who is married and their husband don't come home and they taking care of kids by their damn self. So that that putting so much weight on that piece of paper is, is, is antiquated. As long as they're committed to raising those children, that's all that matters. All right. Uh, Al, what do you think about this? <laughs> you know, I've talked about this, Claudia, before. I, I'm one of the old school guys who believe in marriage before children. I mean, I'm just that's just how I was raised. But we got to be honest, traditional family values have shifted and especially in this new generation. And, and, and Rihanna's a billionaire. I mean, I know I keep saying, putting those, saying those things and people don't necessarily like it, but she does what she wants to do. If she really cares for that man and she wants to have babies with him, she has the ability and the resources to do it. Now, one thing I don't like, though, is the media attacking her and don't attack, like you said, Claudia, people like Kylie Jenner, who has a baby out of wedlock. Both of them are extremely successful women. Both of them are worth around a billion dollars. Um, Courtney Kardashian, um, Naomi Watts, Heidi Klum. These are all women of successful levels that have had kids out of what luck, and we don't see the media attacking them for being single mothers. So the same energy that you're bringing to Rihanna, bring to the other ladies that are doing the exact same thing. I agree. There's always been a double standard when it comes to black women with sexuality being sexy with the white women. They'll say it's sensual. It's sexy. It's 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 giving Marilyn Monroe. It's sex kitten with black women. When they go to be sexy, they're they're hood rats and they're hoochie and they're ghetto and all that kind of stuff. And let me just remind you, when I say ghetto, I do not mean black to me. Ghetto, you can be white and you can be black. The ghetto is universal. OK, and all different nationalities. But I just don't like how there's a negative thing with when, when black women choose to, to be very sexual. You know, we've been sexualized since slavery. Well, even before that, but definitely young black girls, it's being deemed as like just mere toys for your pleasure. And I think with white women, we give it more of an empowerment thing. I think we need to stop that. Uh, yeah. Rihanna, to, to try to de demean her to be a baby mama. Again, like the fellas have said, keep that same energy because you don't do it to white women and it's not right. Uh, and I, if I was a billionaire, I may be hesitant to marry a non-billionaire myself because at that point, you're liable. All right, y'all, let's, uh, before we take a break, let's take a look at this. Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. 
Rock Soul celebrates black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. In 2022, 18-year-old Jalen Smith made national headlines as the youngest black mayor in America to be elected mayor of Earl, Arkansas. The city of 2,000 residents elected the high school senior, showing their support for Jalen's aspirational campaign to improve their city. My plans are, number one, public safety. Secondly, the beautifying of the city, which means clean it up. Thirdly, tear down abandoned houses. Jalen's big win was one of many mayoral victories for African-Americans across the country, including the cities of Los Angeles, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and New York City. As the youngest black mayor in America, Jalen Smith is on a mission to inspire the younger generation to lift their voices and take a stand for a better future. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. Okay, Jalen Smith, congratulations. That is amazing. I've seen this guy out there, this man, Mayor Smith. Let me put some respect on his name. And that I am very much impressed. Al, what do you think about this? Oh, man, I love it. Come through Earl, Arkansas. Earl, Arkansas has about 73% is black um, residents. I love the fact that he is the youngest mayor in the United States today. Not only is the the youngest mayor in the United States today, but he's the youngest mayor in the history of uh, of anything um, political in the in the United States. And he's also the youngest black mayor ever. Um, I'm just loving all this. The best Best thing I love about him the most, though, is that beyond public safety and transportation, there's no grocery store in Earl, Arkansas. And on his, one of his biggest campaigns is to bring healthy eating and a grocery store to his community so that, that they can survive and be healthier. How incredible is that at an 18 year old as an 18 year old? Hugh, what do you think? I mean, I think this is absolutely amazing. And at 18, the world truly is your oyster. Um, I see presidential, you know, uh, potential. And if he's the mayor at 18, you know what I'm saying? The mayor is where most people end and that's where he's starting. So, I, I mean, I just look forward to what political career this young man will have. I love it. I love when young people are not like they're not just focused on the popular things like the social media influencers, the rappers, the basketball, the this or that, the politics. The, the public servant, like that is amazing. And I am very, very proud. Um, so uh, great job, Jalen. We are very, very proud of you. Mayor Jalen Smith. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I don't have the chat open up tonight to see the comments, but I'm assuming there's 10,000 people in the chat just loving the show. So throw some flames up if you are enjoying the show. All right, y'all. In honor of Black History Month, we are going to pay homage to everyday heroes who are breaking barriers and moving the culture forward. This is our evolution of Black excellence. All right, Funky, Funky Denny, but let's kick it off with Funky. And uh, let's see, who are you paying homage to? So I would like to pay homage to Principal Bridget Washington McKinney. Guys, this woman right here was my high school dance and drama teacher. And everything that you see right now, talent wise, I attribute to this woman. She was young. She was innovative. She was fly. And, you know, a lot of people don't know this. And I told her this. The reason I even drive a convertible BMW right now is because she was the young fly teacher at the school that had a convertible BMW. And I was like, when I get grown, I want a convertible BMW just like her. And that that is the sole reason I drive the car that I drive right now, because of this woman. She saw a spark in me and took me from a little young, awkward kid, fostered that talent. And now I'm able to do everything that I, I do now. She's matriculated now to be the principal of Scott Lake Elementary, chugga chugga choo choo, where she has turned that school completely around. She's increased uh, student engagement, parent engagement, Engagement, community engagement. And I just want to give a special shout out to her. Anytime I can give this woman her flowers, I do. Educators are important, guys. And if it was not for this woman, there would not be any funky dynamic. 
Wow. Very, very nice tribute. Love it. Okay, Alice, um, who are you paying homage to? I'm going to pay homage to the Congressman Hakeem Jeffries. As you know, he epitomizes the Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated motto, achievement in every field of human endeavor. Um, Brother uh, Hakeem is the first black lawmaker ever nominated for the Speaker of the House. He is also the first Democrat to earn unanimous support from their caucus, and he was also the first black lawmaker to lead a party, the Democratic Party, in Congress as a minority leader. Big up to my fraternity brother, Congressman, excuse me, my fraternity brother, Congressman Hakeem Jeffries. I, I I agree. I'm a huge fan of his and I use I pay tribute to him on Man Crush Monday, but not a crush like that, but a crush in respect. And I've been following him in the Senate and he has been absolutely I'm sorry, in the congressional hearings. And he was absolutely amazing. He'd be getting those people together. OK, I love it. But Claudia, let me ask you this. Who are you honoring? I'm honoring Halle Berry. I love me some Halle Berry. Now, people, she's had some trauma when she was younger and she's overcome all that to become an Oscar winner. Gorgeous, beautiful, kind, talented. Um, I, I just adore her, how classy she is. I remember when I first got to L.A., I did a Revlon commercial. It was a nail polish commercial. I was like her body and hand double. So I had to like use my hand. And she was like, seven days of shine. And it was really my hand. And I was so happy to even just just be a body, like a double for her. Like she was kind. Then I saw her after that at a race for Revlon for breast cancer. And she's so committed to the cause. And she was just hugging people that was sweaty. And she was just so sweet and humble. And I just love that kind of superstar that doesn't look down their nose upon people. I like her for how, how sweet she seems. We all know she's talented and beautiful. She's got the Oscar, but I just love her. And I think she doesn't take herself too seriously. And I just adore me some Halle Berry. The second woman to win Miss Black Ohio going to Miss USA and be first runner up, but she won in life. So yeah, I'm I'm all for Miss Halle Berry. All right. That was pretty fun. I love doing that. I love that we get to honor um black excellence this month. Yeah. And you know what? Throughout the year, we'll do it as well. Indeed, indeed. Did I Speak- mention Congressman Hakeem was a brother of Cal Alpha Psi Fraternity oh, Incorporated? Uh, uh, yeah, I know the Kappa's steal the money. <laughs> and the Alphas wear heels. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Speaking of that, we talked about the Super Bowl before. Uh, listen, people seem to agree that Usher should be considered to perform during the halftime show next year. Well, not everybody agrees. Someone wrote... I know y'all think Usher should perform the next Super Bowl, but I don't think he has enough pop slash hip hop hits. Uh, They continue. Y'all are being intentionally obtuse, not R&B, pop, crossover hits. He doesn't have enough pop hits for a 13 minute medley performance. It'll be okay. That's not a diss to Usher, the artist, because you don't think they would have considered him. Beyonce would have been a better choice. Another person wrote, I'm so sick of people. Another person wrote on Instagram and social media, shut up. Like, he is good. I have to stop halfway through this. Like, reading the only things that these people are saying, put some respect to me on Usher's name. I think Usher has more than enough hits to do 13 minutes. That's my opinion. All right, someone else said, y'all disrespect Usher so much. Like, that ain't Beyonce's only peer in this music. It's so bleeping insane to me. He's just as much as a performer as she is and way better than J-Lo. Y'all want to believe he couldn't do the Super Bowl with his discography. His Discography. I'm tongue twisted today. Oh, since you got the word right, Funky, let's go to you. What do you take on this debate? That's that rolled out of the school system, chef. <laughs> oh, I know Florida ain't talking. I'm tired from working. Okay. Um, you know what? Um, I, I'm a little stomped right here, right? Because I definitely believe Usher's a great performer. I know hands down he would do a good job. I'm put on the spot right now, and I don't know if I can think off the top of my head, like Rihanna did 13 hits that were pop crossover hits. I know Usher leans very heavy R&B. I do think it's fair criticism to question if he does have enough pop hits to do a medley for 13 minutes. I can't think of it right now. He probably does, but I think whatever type of show Usher puts together, it would be great. And he can pad his lack of pop hits if there is a lack of pop hits with bringing out Little John, other different little people to make the show great. All right. Al, what do you think about this? 
Man, listen, Usher's been in the game for 30 years. I think he got it. He's one of the only R&B uh, male artists or just artists in general that have his Diamond Certified album, which means he sold over 10 million copies. Only other uh, artists like that in, that are African-American is Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, and Prince are a few to name. Um, Usher has nine number one songs on the top 100 nine number one songs when people were out buying music he sell he sold out within minutes in vegas everybody loves him usher can dance he still looks good i like him i think he would give us a great performance i do too like i'm like wait what and why does it have to be pop like what's wrong with r&b taking center stage you got all those black players in the game you right. know what i mean but why not have like a, a very black musical selection there's nothing wrong with that they had no problem doing rock and roll and all that kind of nonsense that we don't like you know what i mean like i'm cool with that i think usher is more than uh talented enough and actually a good performer yep. he's right. a performer like i can't can y'all name a lot of songs that shakira had not me girl <laughs> and you know, was, i don't know names of songs she she goes she shared the stage with j-lo all right, y'all. Oh, yeah, that's right. She did. Hmm. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like Shakira was, like, they allowed her to do it. So like, but now Usher don't have enough hits. Get out of here. All right, y'all. Um, uh, Black Excellence. Let's go continue with that. Pharrell Williams has been named the new men's creative director for Louis, Louis Vuitton. The uh, petition position was previously held by the late Virgil Abloh. Uh, do you think uh, Pharrell's a good fit for this role, Al? You know, I saw the list of other people that they were considering. I totally understand that we had another uh, black male fashionista that was on that list. But listen, I think it's dope. Look, I think Pharrell is fashionable. I think he's a trailblazer. I think he's a visionaire. I love the fact that him and Virgil were good friends. So they shared that in common, um, fashion. And listen, Pharrell, I don't know. I'm, I think that I'm very interested in seeing what he's going to usher out. I think it's going to be something with some color, putting some color into the Louis Vuitton family in 2024, because I understand that's when his first line of influence will come out. I'm here for it. I like it. You you know, I think he's a forward thinker in fashion. He does things that people don't do, like wear shorts with his tuxedos in the 2019 Academy Awards and Oscars, something that inspired me for my Golden Globe appearance. I like him. I like him about fashion. That's who I think about when I think about music and fashion. I think Pharrell. All right. Q, what do you think? Unpopular opinion, and I'm not blindly supporting something just because somebody is black. I honestly think it's disrespectful. I think uh, I don't care about what his relationship was to Virgil. Virgil was an African-American fashion designer. Pharrell is a rapper who wears hoodies and cargo shorts and van sneakers. Um, you know, you know, just because I'm fashionable doesn't mean I should be over a fashion house. Just because I have a little bit of style doesn't mean I can design. Um, I um. I, 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 I guess. I mean, I understand the politics of it all. Just his name alone is going to bring attention to the situation. But um, this is not what you do. Um, this is not what you do. And just because you can dress or you have popularity doesn't mean you should be the creative director of a fashion house. All right. Well, who do you think should have that? Do you have any suggestions for that? Well, I, I, I don't know because I'm not a fashion girl. I don't mm -hmm. I don't occupy those spaces. But just like I didn't know who Virgil Abloh was until he passed, I am pretty sure there are some prominent black people in the fashion space that would have truly been qualified. They may not have had the celebrity, but they would have been qualified. All right. Well, thanks for that. Uh, those opinions to both of you fellas. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Give us a black fist in the chat for Black History Month. If you are happy with the show, if you're enjoying the show. All right, y'all, let's get into this. There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention. And then your doctor seems like they have a better, better things to do and better places to be. Instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and helping you along, the doctor is checking the clock. On ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you and prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors 
who are patient reviewed and take your insurance. Now they're available when you need them and they treat almost every condition under the sun. Now, when you're not feeling your best and just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in. Now using their free app, that millions of users rely on. You can find the right doctors that meet your needs and fit your schedule. Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better, faster with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash T and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then read a book. Then I'm sorry, then find and book a top rated doctor today. Now, many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash zocdoc.com slash t all right make sure you hit them up and uh make your care a lot easier to get all right let's get into it soulmates you might need that zocdoc for to cure you your stomach ache of laughter because you know cue stories always hit on something wild and crazy so let's get into it now we know how much y'all love hearing about his little shenanigans and his goings on in these miami streets so we thought we'd give you some cute time with funky dineva q take it away So y'all, Super Bowl Sunday, baby, I had it all going on. So I thought I did. I make no qualms about it. I've told y'all this since I've been in Miami. I have uh, have three people that I keep on rotation. Well, one of them fell out the rotation, y'all, and I got to tell y'all why. I'm at the Super Bowl party first quarter, and he he's texting me, and he's like, you know, come over. I was like, well, I'm going to come over after the Rihanna concert. And he was like, no, come now. So I was like, all right, if I come now, make sure the TV is on the channel. So like while we fool our line, when they say she's on, you know, we can stop and watch the show and go back to doing what we was doing. Anyway, that didn't happen. I got over there. We started fool our line. I said, I just watched it in the morning. Why in the middle of doing the do, he got up and went in the bathroom and started throwing up profusely in the sink. I mean, you want to talk about a buzz kill. I'm laying in the bed. All you, he was in there for like seven minutes just throwing up. So he came out, I was like, I put my clothes on. And he was like, where's you going? I said, home. And he was like, why? I said, because obviously you are sick. And I was like, how much have you had to drink? Oh, I've been drinking since 10 o'clock this morning. Well, you should have took your ass to bed at 10 o'clock tonight. Okay, so needless to say, that was just the largest turnoff. And because it was a complete waste of my time and I had to leave my friends to go over there and play Nurse Ratchet, he's been removed from the rotation permanently. What did you do to him that made him, that brought on this nausea? Um, what were you doing to him at the when it, that happened? Was he gagging? It, like, what's happening? It, you know, he was performing fellatio, but that had nothing to do with it. Oh! Like, he, was, he was sick. That's what he I was, well. He was sick. He was drunk. Well, maybe you were in too deep? Like, what? Uh, go on to the next thing, Claudia. Uh-uh, uh, no. <laughs> I never had nobody throw up during sex with me. That's so I'm yeah, curious. Yeah, but it, but it wasn't because of the act. It was because he was had drank too much. And then Al, it was the what do you think about your friend? Al, what do you think about your friend? I live vicariously through Monkey and his stories. I love him. Uh, Monkey, he had to have some fucking shoot. He, he wasn't worrying about whether he drank long enough. He wanted to spend time with you. He wanted to see you. He got saucy. He was calling his number one. Mr. Rap, never again. So because someone got sick, like you, that's enough to remove him from the roster like he's, it's a rap? It was the book. It was the but it was the reason for you being sick. But wait a minute, Claudia, let's be very clear. Remember, this is the same guy that got put on the bench a while ago, remember? No, that was my Russian. Oh, this isn't the Russian. No, this and, my this, and this isn't and this isn't the water guy either, right? Oh, this ain't the water guy. This is my Peruvian. Oh, Peruvian. Right. this is our first time hearing about the Peruvian. Yeah, I never told you about the Peruvian. Mm. Do you have any black guys on your roster? No, the black I history in, month? No, I live in Miami, ain't none. What? It ain't none. Every white woman got a good black man in their roster. <laughs> I live on Miami Beach and ain't no black men. There are two. I used to live there. There are black men there. But you paid for yours. That was the <laughs> How you well, pay for your black? What? <laughs> I'm confused. 
Speaking of confused, this lady was confused because she thought she can touch Buster Rhyme booty and he was not having it. Now he's trending all over social media, went viral because he threw a drink at a woman who a fan who appears to have smacked his butt as he's walking by. Now the woman, Nikita Mathis, spoke out after the incident and said, I didn't mean to touch his behind. Honestly, I was just happy to meet him and wanted a picture. Been a longtime fan. I admit I shouldn't have touched him at all, but he's Buster. What are your thoughts on this? Al, what do you think about this? Hey, listen, we know for a fact, we reported on this before, that Buster does not like to be touched. Remember that young lady that tried to touch him in front of the stage? He knocked her hand so hard that he threw his ring across the room. Well, this is the same case. And listen, I myself have had a had an incident with Buster of, that he doesn't like to be touched. I, in Miami, one time went up to him to introduce him to a friend, made the mistake of touching him on his shoulder to introduce him to her, and he, he just does not like to be touched. So for all everybody out there let me give you a little cautionary tale do not touch buster when he doesn't want you to touch him it's so funny because he had that song right touch it tease it touch it all that kind of stuff and people just be feeling real comfortable with it uh al q what you think about this what do you feel what are your thoughts you know i would i would be upset if it was our situation because you know socially we do that oh this is my friend claudia you know you put your hand on someone's back or their shoulder that's that you know that's acceptable um she got what she deserved you know what i'm saying she got what she deserved and, and i and i just want to flip the script for a minute if buster would have touched a female fan's butt the headline right now would be buster rhymes being sued for two million dollars for sexual harassment that's right you know what i'm saying so if you pull a glove inside out it still has to be a glove she violated him. Um, you know, men can be violated. We have private regions. Um, and like I said, if she would have touched him on his back or shoulder, I'd be prepared to go in and let have on Buster Rhymes. But touching somebody you don't know on their butt, that's a violation. I agree. We talked about this this morning on The Breakfast Club. And you know what? You got to keep the same energy. Again, if someone went and reached out and touched Rihanna's stomach and, oh, I want to touch your pregnant stomach or, uh, oh, it doesn't have to be a celebrity. Just just touch him in a sexual place, but breast, chest. Like, no, no. You know what? We got to chill. And yes, long gone are the days where we can say, well, you're a man. It shouldn't matter because it's not like that anymore, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, and and Buster is known for flashing on that. He does not. He's not with the ships. He he's not. really not. Like Buster is not with it. And he's I believe he's of Caribbean descent. And, uh, and he's a big dude. He don't play that. But <laughs> I will say this, though. Dude. The fact that security like was kind of lax, that someone could get through and be able to touch him like that. She could have had a knife, a needle, anything. She could have been doing anything to get that close to him. That's a no-no. All right, y'all. We got to take a quick commercial. We're going to take a quick commercial break, guys. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to the show. All right, y'all, listen, we all want our skin to look good. So to all of our melanated soulmates, do you have dark spots and an uneven skin tone? All right, let me tell you about Butter Skin. It's a line of skincare created to give melanin-rich skin a glowing and flawless complexion. Plus, it's a black-owned brand. Now, some of your favorite celebrities like Cassie, Vanessa Simmons, Carrie Hilson, and Malika Hawk are credited uh, Butter for their flawless skin. Now, I'm currently trying out their Supreme skincare kit and their products are the bomb and like i said black owned now since we're always hooking up our foxhole family we've worked it out with butter to give our viewers 50 percent off the supreme skincare kit that's 50 percent off now this kit comes with a gentle cleanser rose water toner vitamin c serum with which really helps with dark spots and your choice of moisturizer all you have to do is go to butterskin.com and use code T-G-I-F at checkout to get 50% off Supreme Skincare Kit, the Supreme Skincare Kit. That's butter, B-U-T-T-A-H, skin.com and use code T-G-I-F. Now that offer is valid during Black History Month, only up until February 28th at 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. Promotional consideration is furnished by Butter Skin. So go ahead and get that. And, uh, you know, we all had Dorian on the show here, and he is very adamant about his brand. All right, y'all, Iggy Azalea is getting backlash after seemingly responding to claims of her baby daddy, 
Playboy Cardi allegedly abusing his girlfriend. Now, Iggy tweeted, imagine having a pregnant girlfriend and pretending they don't exist until it comes out and you like to abuse them too. And rarely visiting your actual son because you're running from whatever problems you got going on in Atlanta and the press with your serial abuse of women. Now, one person replied to her tweet and wrote, imagine coming at someone that just got abused while you also supposedly got abused while also supporting an abuser. Baby, look within yourself for this one. Another person wrote, meanwhile, she was defending Tory, although he shot a woman. Hugh, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on this situation? Um, it's giving a bitter, it's giving a bitter Betty tease. Um, Iggy, this had nothing to do with you. This is not your situation. Um, he ain't with you. However, I, 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 I've never had a child and, and my baby daddy not be present. So I can potentially wrap my head around her feeling a way about this man. Um, but it's, it's really giving bitter and you should have sat this one out. You think so? I think so. I mean, you, 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 you added nothing. I mean, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what did you add? You didn't advance the story. You didn't add anything. You, you know, you were just, you, you, you weren't showing support of the girl. Had she came out and said, yeah, girl, it happened to me too. I'm here with you. I understand what you're going through. That's one thing, but you took her moment and made it about you, your abuse, not coming to see your child. That's not, that's not what the story is. She didn't mind her business. Okay. Uh, Al, what do you think? Um, I think it's interesting. I think, you know, she had a reason to lean in. It's not like she came from left field. I mean, it's something that she has personal experience with. She has a child with that man. And we allegedly hear that he used to beat on her, right? That, that she's been very clear about. I think, though, in this situation, because of the whole support in Tory Lanez, there was a little bit of a tone death um situation with her on this one and maybe like you said she should have set this one out because she should have known that you can't support someone who abuses a woman but then on the other side try to ride the coattail of a man that abuses the girlfriends or that the baby mamas that he's with i i, I think it's not out of left field. If I have a child with this man who's acting up and people kind of didn't believe me or they were like, oh, you're just you're just the angry, bitter baby mama. I would probably feel like, see, look, I'm not it ain't just me. I, I think that's what she's thinking. I get that it doesn't help the story, but I also get the emotional like I feel a way about him because I have to deal with my son every day that looks at me like mommy, where's daddy? You know what I mean? I don't know. All right. Um. So hold on, let's get into this. Should we do the aliens now or should we do that later? Well, no, we're going to go into our second black history thing and our Nissan integration with these beautiful black history tastemakers. Great idea. We'll worry about the aliens later. Let's get into this Nissan, this history, this moment in black history. Fox Soul celebrates black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Megan Pyfus is Sesame Street's first black female puppeteer, giving a fresh voice to a new generation of children. In 2020, Megan became the voice of Gabrielle, a six-year-old black girl Muppet on Sesame Street. Megan is a self-taught musician and singing ventriloquist. Seven of the two-time Emmy Award winner gained national recognition when she appeared on the hit television shows America's Got Talent and Showtime at the Apollo. With ventriloquism, it adds in the interaction between a human and a puppet. But long before Megan took center stage in the spotlight, John W. Cooper paved the way for black ventriloquists thrilling audiences with his puppets and his famous show, Fun in a Barbershop. Megan Pyfus' amazing voice and her magical gift to bring puppets to life will inspire generations of children to dream big and to explore their imagination and creativity. Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. And once again, we want to thank Nissan for that moment in Black history. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more after this.
guys. Welcome back to TGIF. Let's get into this story. A video has been circulating showing a construction crew trying to remove snakes that were stuck in a ceiling. But when the crew knocked down the ceiling, it turned out they had a much bigger problem on their hands. Watch this clip. Um... What would y'all do in this situation? Whoever wants to go first. Quit my job. Okay. That was not in the job description. When I sat down with the HR manager and gave my resume and my, my CV, it did not say nothing about wrangling no damn snakes. Okay. I would have quit my job. Those, those, those snakes are so damn big. They could have had that building. They could have, they could have, it wasn't a, do we know what type of building it was? It was giving me a, like a school. Mm-hmm. Um or whatever, but um no those those snakes those snakes were too big, um yeah they were huge. Al, what would you do if you saw this? Like this is like <laughs> anaconda. Yeah, this is straight out of a horror movie, right? Uh, Q to answer your question, this was in a housing setting. Um, and Indonesia. So the vest that you saw those guys on said the Ministry of Defense for Indonesia. So this happened in Indonesia. And those things were so big, like they looked like they could swallow a child if a baby was asleep or something. But this is my question, guys. When and where do we become so afraid of snakes? Why do snakes bring out the most fear in us? Because if you look at it in 2022, only five to 10 people, and I'm saying not like that, but only five to 10 people have ever died in the United States from snake bites. However, dog bites, double that 10 to 20 people die from dog bites, but we love a good old dog. So where do we get this fear of snakes to the point that all we have to do is just see them and we start to cringe. Because, you know, if we talk about mortality, they really aren't killing people the way that we envision it in our minds. Because we're superficial. Snakes are ugly and dogs are cute. Mm -hmm. And I think too, I think a biblical connection, I think, you know, we, we instantly connect snakes with the devil and being bad. Um, and not to mention they, 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 that, that scared me that real quick thing. And they wrap around you. I mean, yeah, when I see a snake like that, all I'm thinking of is being suffocated, squozen, if that's a word and swallowed. No, ma'am. <laughs> all right. Hey guys, this story, I've been wanting to know what y'all thought about this because it's getting a lot of play lately. A lot of people are talking about this. It looks like we may have some company on planet earth. Another unidentified flying object, object, UFO, spotted in the sky near Michigan. And the U.S. general is not denying that aliens are involved. This is wild. Uh, the general said, I haven't ruled out anything. At this point, we continue to assess every threat or potential threats unknown that approach North America with an attempt to identify it. Um, Chris Brown had a few words to say about the matter. He wrote, I know this is hella random, but don't fall for the fake UFO slash UAP false flags. Extraterrestrials have been visiting us for a long time. Some live amongst us. We are the only destructive species dooming our existence. Don't let them run with this narrative. Just say I'm crazy, but also make your own judgments. He continued, they just started acknowledging the possibilities of UFOs and UAPs. Now they're shooting everything moving in the sky. What do you think about this story? And do you agree with Chris Brown? Al? You know what? I think the government knows more than they are telling us about these UFOs. Um, as far as aliens living with us in present on ground and, and, and being a part of our culture, I'm not so convinced about that narrative. But UFOs, I definitely believe that the government knows something more than they're not telling us. They do. Q, what you think? Uh, do I believe in UFOs and alien life? Absolutely. Do I think that thing that was in the sky was um, alien? Um, probably not. Um, the aliens, I envision them being very smart and very intentional. Um, they have kept themselves out of our purview um, intentionally. And if they wanted us to see them, we would see them. And to Al's point, I definitely think the government knows a hell of a lot about alien life forms of life. But I also think that some information needs to be withheld from the American people because people are stupid and they don't they don't need to know everything because they're not equipped to act right with certain information. 
I would think that if aliens have the technology to travel millions of light years away to get here and to be, you know, to clothe themselves, then our little missiles and and and, and weapons would seem a little primitive to them. Like they'd be like, oh, that's so cute. You know, they, I have read, I used to read a bunch of books on alien life. I wish I could remember the names of some of them because they were really some interesting books about it where they said that there's been some crashes here and they, we've recovered some of the ships. And the U.S. government has gotten some of our technology advances from them. Because if you look at the last 50 years of our technology trajectory, it is really accelerated. Like some of the stuff like, you know, Bluetooth, this all kind of things like things have really accelerated in a really fast way. And they say in some of these books, I don't know that uh, that is the reason for it. are you guys scared about this? No, you guys think- they have they haven't harmed us thus far. You know, they, they haven't harmed us at this point. They haven't harmed us. So, no. And, and, and they've been around forever. Listen, I might want to be friends with them because at least they're not racist. At least we can see right now they're not racist. We got enough Americans that harm us that are racist than aliens who are not racist and just walking around trying to figure out what we're doing. So, <laughs> hmm, it doesn't harm. It doesn't concern me. That's a good point, because they might give you a good old fashioned anal probe or something like that, but they <laughs> send you back down to Earth unscathed like you're still alive. You know, I saw a video not too long ago. I, I can't remember what I was watching on Netflix. And this man was saying he lost his virginity to an alien. Some He was in like. Oh, that type of stuff is crazy. Oklahoma somewhere talking about aliens have been visiting him since he was 17 and all that type of crazy cuckoo stuff. But uh, I think the aliens are cool. It does seem like they're the one species on on our, in our world that don't harass black people. <laughs> right. I don't think they. I don't think they're they not torturing us for no reason. They don't want nothing to do with people. Period. Especially Americans, they don't want nothing to do with us. I mean, they 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 might play with the Egyptians because I do think the aliens helped build the pyramids. But don't you think aliens look at America like the Jerry Springer of? Yes. Of the galaxy. Yes. (laughs) Before we go, I definitely want to mention that we want to thank Vanderbilt for providing us with the footage from Megan Pipus before, you know, uh, in the Nissan clip. And they have been fantastic with that. All right. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. And of course, all of the people, the soulmates watching us in the chat. Keep watching us and watch the playback. Uh, Stick around for the Sharpened Sisters that is coming up next. We don't want you to miss that. And have a good one. We'll see you on Friday. Have a good night. Bye, soulmates. Bye, y'all. Take care. Don't let no aliens get you, child. Aliens should have took me to dinner last night. (laughs) (laughs) Hey.